All right, well, welcome to the Casey Catch-Up with Maui to Molokai, Supfoil downwind winner. Came to wild, mate. Well done, and thanks for coming back on the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's good to be back. Yeah. Um, look, everyone, actually, after our last podcast, we spoke to a few people and said, you didn't even ask him about his foils, like about his wings or anything. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's too much to talk about. We're frothing too yeah. much on all these different disciplines and downwinding and it was I remember it was a yeah. good chat I'm looking forward to getting back to Maui looking like next year at the moment but um yeah I, I was so jealous um when I saw the <laughs> M2M footage come out and I'm like damn it you know I should have just done it but um yeah yeah it was a pretty fun ride yeah well, it always is it, and it was funny I spoke to you after the race and like congrats on winning and how the conditions like oh look it was kind of light spoke to Julian Bradley <laughs> from WA I'm like, oh, how was it, mate? He goes, it was the best conditions ever, best race I've ever done, <laughs> the biggest bumps, all this. And I was like, oh my God. Kane said it was flat. I'm oh, not flat, but not windy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just the, the <laughs> Aussie. The end was the end was crazy. Yeah. Okay. The last third of the run was was like, yeah, like all time, like you know, good head high, super steep bumps. Yeah. But like the middle of the channel, there there are some times I struggled to stay out for sure. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Uh, well, we'll, yeah, yeah. Give us a rundown because really, I guess what I want to know, and I think a lot of other people that are into the sup downwind stuff, sup downwind foil stuff is, you know, what's the race like? Um, I've done it plenty of times on a stand-up, but not in a foil. Yeah. Um, I spoke to you about the start and maybe just, yeah, mm -hmm. kick us off and maybe even your thoughts about what foil you were thinking of using conditions pending yeah. and, and obviously talk about the foil because you, you won in a foil yeah. that you designed, which is epic so cool mm -hmm. um you should be proud of that and definitely share it with everyone Super so everyone stoked. Knows. yeah cool yeah i mean basic rundown of the event is it was kind of it was kind of spontaneous a little bit i knew it was coming up for a long time and wasn't really planning on do it doing it i've never done a crossing before yeah and was a little nervous about going that long with no support boat and no experience and was like unsure i guess yeah. And uh, the day before the race is supposed to happen, I called up a few friends and like talked to them about it and, you know, kind of started considering it like, well, what do I need? You know, how long is the run? Should I do it? Who else is doing it without a support boat? Yeah. And uh, at like, well, it must have been two or three o'clock p.m. I made the call like, I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> so there was, there was a meeting at... Um, it must have been two o'clock. I made the call. There was a meeting uh, at, at four, yeah, like a pre-race meeting. Yeah. And so like raced down to the store, got an EPIRB, raced back up, went to the meeting. And it was like, all right, I'm in tomorrow Let's morning. Yeah. Um, and I'm like the present. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. 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 I thought, well, what's, what's the worst that can happen, right? I have an EPIRB. I'll, I'll probably live. Yeah. Um, so went down there the next morning no plan for getting back up but had a bunch of friends are, that are going and there's yeah. boats right there's ways to get back up yeah and so that's um, actually i'll jump in there like what you're saying is kind of so many people do that the first time they do maori molokai guys yeah um like guys from australia fly over for that race you're used to anyway on the stand-ups and mm -hmm. what you said just then like yeah i just sort of rocked up and you know i didn't have a plan to get back but there's people going back so there's always room but like yeah. so many times, like my first year, I was like that. Then you sort of learn, you learn like who the boat yeah, driver is totally. to help you back. And, but the first time it's like into the unknown, you don't know where to go. Yeah. You don't know 
So I've, really I've never been that. on Molokai before. Yeah. All that stuff. It was <laughs> totally new, like yeah. <laughs> super confusing, but um, yeah. Uh, Andrea Muller, you know, let me put my, some of my stuff in her boat and give me a ride out to the start line. It's just amazing. Um, and I don't know, it just went for it. Yeah. Talked to uh, Connor Baxter on the beach before, like, okay, like, how do I get there? Yes. Like, where do I, where do I point, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause you can look at it on the map all you want, but when you're there, it's like, Oh my oh. God, like what angle do I take? You know, what does the wind do? He's yeah. like, Oh, I just point at the tip of the Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I got up and did what he said, point at the tip of the Lanai. Yeah. Uh, got a little nervous. I was too far out. So like, it's like working it in, working it in, working it in. I'm like a half hour in kind of got lost. <laughs> Easy to happen. You know, the, a lot of space the ocean's, there. the ocean's so big. Yeah. And you're in such like the view is so unfamiliar that yeah. you don't really know where you are. Mm. It's a so yeah. Opened up Google Maps. I was like trying to While figure out, out where there. I was. While you're out While there. I'm out there. Yeah. On but foil. there's no internet. <laughs> the map wasn't loading. I'm like, okay, well, I just keep going downwind. Yeah. Um, eventually it loaded and I kind of like found my found myself and found my line yeah. around Kamala Bui. Yeah. Yes. And um, yeah, got a little lighter on Kamalo. Okay. Bumps were small. Yeah. And so I started working my way back out um, until the bumps got better. And mm-hmm. from there, just pointed it back in. Kind of a weird line. Yeah. Because I guess you um, said originally you tip of Lanai usually sends you a little bit um, south, I guess. It usually would send yeah. you, you know, yeah. kind of too far and not missing, but you realize if you go at Lanai, and then yeah. turn towards Molokai that you probably missed the best sort of bump. Whereas, <laughs> so I, yeah. Yeah. I ended up doing this kind of like W shape yep. where I like started off going straight and then like, oh, I got to, I got to get to Kamalo. I got to get yeah. to Kamalo. Too far in. Go back, <laughs> back out. out. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, my first year doing it, similar to you, I had no idea where to go. People just say, actually the advice I got at the briefing was you can't miss it. There's a wharf at the end. Like you'll see the wharf, <laughs> you'll see the house. Um, yeah. and I was so paranoid of missing it. I paddled like so far North that I yeah. had to come out around Kamalo. No way. <laughs> yeah. I was, and it was, it was a oh cloudy God. rainy year. So the wind was yeah. light and, um, the visibility was really bad. So you couldn't see. So like, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you said. Like, uh, I love the yeah, similar. Google maps out in your phone to see where you were. <laughs> we had a, we had like a squally start. Mm. and that squall moved it down to Kamala and so for a while Kamala was like uh covered by rain yeah I was like where is the point yeah where am I even pointing so, so, um, who, so but yeah managed to yeah managed to make it yeah and and win it for for the for the sap foil um yeah let's talk about who else was in it I know Zane won the wing um Alex mm-hmm. Aguera was in was winging as well um yep. obviously you, then you there were, were, yeah, uh, what's it? I forget his last name. Um, Eric, 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 yeah. Sturman. Yeah, um, he was he was there. Jack Ho was there, uh, and then Simeon Voyager mm-hmm. Foiler was there. Yeah. Um, then it must have been Annie and Julian. Yeah. Um, and Andrea Miller. Yeah. So that was the foil crew. That's epic. Yeah. And there were a few more wingers, just kind of lo- local guys from the beach, Mauricio, and. Uh, yeah, John and John McCabe and whatever, a hobby. Yeah. And those guys also kind of just sent it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so but that it was, was so was, cool. Was it, it sounds like a lot of the foilers, it was one of their first um, yeah. channel crossings, right? 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. Sort of been a buzz. Yeah. It was it was great. Yeah. But um, what was funny is we started an hour after all this the sup and, and the canoes. Right. Right. So the whole time going down, I'm I'm expecting to pass everybody who went. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting to see all these people. Right. Yeah. And I'm going down, and I see I pass on the outside of like two boats. Right. Mm-hmm. And though the the people, I mean, the boats, it was it, it wasn't like the really fast OC one guys or like Connor or it was just like slower people. Yeah. And so I keep looking ahead, like, where is everybody? Where is everybody? Yeah. And the whole time I'm like looking for these boats ahead of me. <laughs> and get, I, so I get, I get to the bottom, I come in and Zane's standing on the dock and I'm like, Zane, who else is here? And he's like, Oh, just me. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah so you, i don't know where everybody went it's amazing how must... the channels you just like the lines that people take and everything gets so yeah. small out there i must have gone outside of everybody or something mm. i didn't see any but i barely saw anybody any boats not even and it would before you didn't see the photo boat either the, the video or photographer no. boat so you got no photos no video <laughs> just, just your gps <laughs> just went yeah, you just, just a fun downwind teleported run. to the end. <laughs> yeah, and uh, as far as as far as speed, um, I've been doing a lot of downwinding on that foil recently. Yeah, with a lot of people, and I I know I have good pace on that yeah. setup, mm-hmm. and so all I focused on was like saving energy and not falling. Yep, and I kind of assumed like, okay, if I'm saving energy, then everybody else is saving energy too. And all I can hope is that me saving energy is faster than them saving energy. Yeah. So I was just like trying to be super efficient the whole time. Yeah. It's, it's such a tricky one with like, I think as um, you know, downwind fall races become sort of more and more popular. I kind of see it as like the race is almost obviously, you know, you can't fall. That's the first one. You've got to get up at the start. That's the second one. Um, And, you know, they're the two, if you can get up at the start, and then not fall yeah. throughout. They're the two. You're pretty things. fast. Yeah, you're quick. But then the things that are gonna like, there'll become a point where everyone's getting up at the start and no one's falling yeah. during the run. And it's gonna come down to yeah. the third thing, which is what foil are you using and how fast or slow can you go? And totally. The reason I say fast or slow is because it's almost, you know, if if you fall once on a foil that's too fast, you're kind of better yeah. off being on the one that's slower. So it's yeah, totally. Gonna become totally. Like, I kind of described it was a bit of like F1. You know, you need to have the right strategy the right tires or foils and, totally and it's going to become really interesting i think and i'm stoked to see there's a bit of a crew doing m2m and um i know you're going to hood river as well so yeah um, really excited for that yeah. i'm picking up i guess let's talk about the foils yeah um so this is a foil i've been on for a while it's one i cnc machined out of a block of solid carbon wow yeah um similar to like the tail wings but just carbon instead of fiberglass mm-hmm and uh, fits on a subfoil Moses mass and fuse. Um, that I chose that because it's it's easy to make front wings for, mm-hmm. um, and it, I can fit that connection in a in a small uh, thickness of a panel. Yeah. But the front wing is you know somewhere around AR nine ten. Uh, I forget what the exact area is, but it's, it's between like eight twenty and eight fifty. Yeah. Yeah, um, nice. small. It's kind of like the kind of like the eight ninety nine a bit. Yeah, yeah, size um, ones, which yeah, or Cabrina eight hundred are a little bigger than the Lift one twenty. Yeah, 
Um, um, let's talk about that just quickly because you talked about those. Um, to me personally, like mm -hmm. I've, I've used Lyft on 20, I've used the, the ART 899 a fair bit. Um, yeah. And I found the 899 quicker than the 120 using okay. stock. Um, the 120 is obviously a smaller foil, but yeah. the foil section is well, it's got to be slow. So much more powerful. Yeah. 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 So it's like it, it's got a bit. It's got a better low end than the 899, even though it's a smaller foil. Um, yeah. Which, so, you know, for the listeners, explain, like a lot of people will just look at a foil and be like, okay, that's going to go this fast because it's this size. But, you know, yeah. you spoke about aspect ratio, nine to 10. You also totally. spoke about the size of it. And then I guess you're not, you're not going to say what foil section it is exactly, but like, can yeah. you describe the foil section? Um, it's hard to describe. Uh, yeah. It's... it's <laughs> A lot of the time I spend front wings I guess. is on the foil section. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, it, as far as what the, the like the lift to drag curve of that foil, mm. it's like uh, it's like an 899. It's re all really close to 899 uh -huh. from maybe 12 miles an hour and up. Yeah. And below that, it has a lower stall speed. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's and that's that's what you explain is exactly what we all want. Like you want a foil that can go yeah. fast, but can also go really yeah. slow. And it's like basically yeah. the, the bigger the range you have, the more likely mm -hmm. you are that you're going to have the right foil for race day. Totally. So that one, that one, I kind of got lucky with it, a little lucky with the size. It's like just big enough that I can, how do you explain it? When you know, when you're going straight on a bump and your nose is high and you're just kind of like almost, almost stalling, stalling. Yeah. But just staying on that bump, I can just do that on a normal bump. Yeah. So I have enough room to go straight or to do tight turns. I'm not worried about the thing dropping out, mm -hmm. but it also has just enough speed to stay on those really big ones in yep. the channel. Yeah. And, and um, the beauty of that is like when the conditions fire up, you're chasing. And then when the conditions are not, you can kind of yeah. stall and wait, which, yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's the dream. And so what's interesting is like training with other people. I, I ride with a lot of lifts, lift 120s, Jack mm -hmm. and Annie and Julian and, um, so that's the foil I have the best reference to. Those guys are just compared to that. It seems like they're really fast, as fast in heavy wind. Mm -hmm. If it's if it's blowing, if there's good bumps, like yeah, I I had to work to keep up with Annie. Um, but it seems like I have a bit of an advantage when it gets a little bit lighter. Yeah. Okay. So when I have yeah. to slow down, and I have to use that low end of the foil. Yeah. I have an advantage there. Well, have you um, used the lift one twenty much? Not downwind. I've used it a lot winging and surfing. Yeah. So I've used it a little bit downwind and, and just with the stock tail. So not everyone says how mm -hmm. much better it is with your tails on it. But um, mm -hmm. with the stock stuff, what I found was it was, but like, I guess it's glide ratio sort of speed is really fast. Yeah. But below okay. that, it's kind of doggy. Like it, it, okay. it doesn't glide. Like when you get it to speed, it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't, it just wants to continue going. Like yeah. it keeps gliding like quick. Yeah. But if you're below that speed, you can keep it up. Yeah. But it's, slower than i guess what it like should you be know how the wise. you know how the 1099 if you get it on small bumps it'll kind of just carry you yeah you keep an eye on the mast and it'll just like keep yeah. you going yeah i want that i'm chasing yeah. that yeah but in a small in a smaller foil small foil yeah unfortunately um, it, it, and like you just mentioned like conditions play such a big part so when we're testing foils oh, it's yeah. like well that one felt really good <laughs> but maybe, the, maybe the conditions were really good or that one felt yeah. really bad, but maybe conditions are really bad. You know, yeah. so it's, it takes 
especially in Australia, it takes time to figure out if it was a good foil or a good day or a yeah. bad foil or a bad day. Where in Maui, mm-hmm. you have so many good days, it's probably like, <laughs> how do I find how this thing goes in no wind? Or, bad or, conditions. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, another thing the day before I, I went to I'd like crank all my bolts together to make sure they're all tight and like ready to go for the race. Yeah. Broke the head off one of my bolts on oh, my yeah. uh, long mast. So it was 82. stuck in there? It was stuck in there and it, I've been using, I've, I've bro- uh, stripped a couple bolts in that sub setup. Mm-hmm. So I went to harden bolt, hardened steel bolts. Yeah. And so I couldn't drill it out well. So and I messed up, the, messed up the mast. Had to had to go to the the short mast seventy two. All right. And it ended up paying off. Mm. That's I interesting. I, I lost a little bit of time to glide. I can't carry as much energy. Yeah. Because I have less height to work with. Yeah. But the whole system was stiffer with the short mast. Yeah. There's less total flex, and that made it so much more comfortable on the yeah, long so, run. So I've played around with short and longer masts, and I was using a seventy two a fair bit. Um, yeah. And um, I found using in, in lighter conditions in Sydney, we've lots of backwash, so it's pretty messy. Um, okay. Swell and you know, rebound off the cliffs. Yeah. Um, so I find the 72, I was touching down with my board a fair mm-hmm. bit, or, or I was breaching and falling off a fair bit. Yeah. Whereas for me, yeah. with the 82, I, t- to me, that was the perfect height because I could still kind of, you know, you, on a, to me on the 72 or 75, I guess it is, you can't turn as hard. Because yeah, you're more totally. likely to get the wingtip out. You got to be real careful. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to sort of like just sort of straight line and safety foil. Yeah. Whereas on the 82, I can turn that a little bit harder. So I, I've gone back to the 82 um, mm-hmm. because I like to turn a bit when I'm down with enough just sort of straight line. I get to, yeah. to me in the channel, like explain, I guess obviously the extra stiffness was better, a little bit, um, so nice. a little bit less um, weight, I guess, in the entire setup is something that's got to help, I guess, especially yeah. when you're using a smaller, um, you know, it's, 10 centimeters less mass so that's mm-hmm. less you know material so it's gonna be a little bit lighter but um, the biggest thing was the stiffness for sure yeah it okay. made a big difference um and the one thing with the, the one cork with those mass subfoil is they're like real thick they're like 18 millimeters or something uh-huh. for most of the mast yeah. but then the in the last like six inches it tapers to 14 so you've got to be right at the top yeah. so if it's it, it's like slow 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 and then if you're right at the top it flies <laughs> yeah yeah so th- th- that extra control from the stiffness made me a little more comfortable with holding it super high on the mast on yep. big bumps gotcha without without breaching or messing up too much yeah very cool um i want to get into your, the, the, the start of the race because to me like you yeah. said before there's sort of two things that sort of matter in a race at the moment yeah. it's getting going and then uh-huh. staying going. Not falling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so let's talk us through how was the start and who got up first? Um, um, the oh, man. The start was kind of a blur. They were all sitting in a group. Yeah. And, you know, it's pretty low key. There was no start boat or anything. Yeah. Um, Gentlemen's agreement. Yeah. We were kind of, we were kind of like side, side event. So everybody had like an official start boat with a horn and stuff. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you guys, they start the timer for you at 10. So just figure it out yeah <laughs> so we're like it's 10 it's 10 let's go let's go and nice. uh i fell once off the start as in like probably you fell cost... off paddling or you yeah yeah like... i was grinding yeah. really hard and like caught the nose and fell yeah probably cost 10 seconds or so yeah and then got up right away 
the second try. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I think I was right behind Julian. Yeah. Like 10, 10, 10 feet behind him, uh-huh. just tracking him. And then maybe a cut, minute or two later, we're all super spread apart. Yeah. It's crazy how it, it happened really out. fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do, do you remember who was the first to get up? No. No. I guess no, Zane I and Zane, the, the wingers would have gone. Well, the wingers were already up. Yeah. Um, Jack was up super fast. Uh-huh. That's what I remember. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we weren't. Yeah. I mean, I, I was up pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like um, if, if you, even if after a fall and you were still right behind Julian, who's, you know, no slouch. He's um, fast. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of people had, had some trouble. Um, Andrea, maybe Andrea and Annie. I know Annie had had a while out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and how were the bumps at the start? Day. Like, because you said you started off on a little day, um, mm-hmm. and there are bumps out there. It's definitely better than where the subs start, you know, on um, yeah. Flemings. Um, but it's kind of pointless to start at Flemings on a foil <laughs> because it's yeah, like it's. A- I thought that I thought they were pretty nice, but it was more d- deeper water bumps, so they were longer and not as steep. Yeah, the hardest um, to get up on, really. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe I got lucky, or maybe I don't know. I've been training a lot. Yeah. on flat water um so i got i didn't have much trouble um mm-hmm. but you can definitely get stuck in those kind of bumps yeah and it's interesting like you said like it was a bit of a you know everyone just sort of sitting oh it's 10 o'clock let's go um i think yeah. as, <laughs> as races become more and more popular we're probably going to see like um like you said you sort of forced the first one and nose dived and then yeah. the second one you like oh, must have got lucky because it was easy and that's yeah i guess when i'm coaching crew it's like um I always tell them to wait for that easy one, obviously. Yeah. Um, but in a race situation, you can't really you gotta go. wait. You don't have time. Because the horn goes and it's like, oh, um, yeah. you know, I'm going uphill, but you just go. You just got to, you know, it's, yeah, it's all totally. precious time because, and like, if you're right next to me, you could be in a perfect spot and I'm a meter away from you. I could be in the worst spot. And so totally. it's, it's um, a bit of a luck of the draw. grind yeah. and, and figure it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Change your angles and grind and pump and, and don't, yeah, just don't try to lift too early like get the speed first totally yeah but it's um, yeah and i i I was happy that the bumps at the top really fit they were they were about the size and speed that my foil really liked Mm -hmm. so i was grinding super hard at the start and then as soon as i'm up i could relax yeah Yeah, a couple minutes yeah it's not which is really nice nothing worse than getting up and then you realize oh these bumps (laughs) are going too slow for this foil i gotta pump more Yeah. yeah um and i think one of the lessons for next year um is now that I know the run and know the conditions a little better, um, save less energy. Yeah. The whole yep. time I spent like, man, I need to save my energy. I need to save my energy. Yeah. What if there's no wind at the bottom? Yeah. And I need to like, you know, grind a couple of miles. But it turned out it got even better at the bottom. Yeah. And so by the time I got in, like, I mean, I didn't make it all the way to the dock. I probably had to paddle, you know, a few hundred meters. Yeah. Um, but a half hour hour later i went back out winging because i had energy <laughs> that's definitely like, oh, a sign man. that you we didn't go hard enough <laughs> yeah. i should have worked i should have worked harder yeah i want to go back i want to go wing wing some waves now i uh, really yeah so that's and that's it's probably less than two things one the distance it's really tricky on a fall because if conditions are good it's easy yeah. and if conditions yeah. are bad it's really hard <laughs> really you know? hard yeah so like I'm thinking from my SUP background, like what you did, like save something in the tank for the end, totally yeah. makes sense. When I first yeah. did my first crossing, I exact opposite. I went way too hard and then the bumps got okay. better and it sort of took me home. And then the wind it went glassy, just like, you know, three or four oh Ks before the wharf. 
Um, yeah. And I paddled in, my feet were cramping and it was hard. But on, <laughs> on a, on a stand up, even an unlimited, it was yeah. at 42Ks, 45Ks is, mm-hmm. that's like four hours pretty much. Yeah. Whereas on yeah. a foil, 45, 40, whatever kilometers or miles, um, yeah. it's, it's like, if you're using, if you're going really conservative, it's two hours. And if you're going attacking, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what, an hour and an hour 45, and 45 or so. Yeah. yeah. Hour 50. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, um, it's a much shorter race on a foil as long totally. as the conditions are good. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was actually funny. I, I guess I had a similar thing, but the last one or two K were pretty variable wind. Mm. And so it would be really on for five minutes, five or 10 minutes, and then really off. Yeah. And so I came in in the really off wind, okay. but since the bumps above were so good, yeah, it was like glassy bumps, smooth rollers, pretty yeah. sweet. I know smooth exactly, rollers. exactly what I had. And it was on a stuff, it was really hard to get under, but on a foil, yeah. you're already flying. On a foil, you're cruising. It was yeah. like surf foiling. It's like easier to read. Yeah. 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 It was nice. Yeah. Um, and definitely want a bigger board. I would have saved, you know, 10 seconds at the start with a bigger board. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have saved 30 seconds paddling yeah. at the end so, with a so, longer board. So tell us about like, so using a, your own foil, which is kind of a 899, a little bit smaller span by the sounds, but yeah. Yeah. But, so that's the kind of size you're using. And then um, mast using the Saab foil 72 centimeter, 72. which you, in hindsight yeah. you said was a perfect choice because the extra stiffness, was perfect. You, you could ride higher. Um, yeah. You, and then what board, what, what, what tail were you using? And then what length fuse were you using? Because that's what people always want to know. Oh, I'm not sure. It was the Saab 700. It was kind of a long fuse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Probably like an axis short or something. Did you do that um, on purpose? No, it's just no, what it's I just, just what It's it just how it comes. Yeah. Um, tail wing is a tail, tail I've been working on. Um, so I've, I've tried the boomerang. To, I've tried your boomerang yeah. tail just recently. Um, with the lift 120 doing flat water paddle. Okay. Well, it was the 170 actually on flat water starts. And mm-hmm. I've never thought I'd be able to paddle up the 170, yeah. let alone, you know, but with your tail wing, it made it so much easier. Sweet. Um, the boomerang was really good. Yeah, mine's, it's a bit like a boomerang, but I, I tweaked it for better high-speed stability. Yeah, so refined performance So a little boomerang. bit, a little bit refined. I, I like, yeah, yeah. A little bit more of an all-rounder yeah um nice. and comfortable mm-hmm. comfortable yeah so really psyched on it yeah cool and you obviously um, that that's not released yet by the sounds of it no not yet <laughs> uh hopefully soon yeah well stay tuned yeah. kane's got a new new coming out <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah um and then new tailing and more and more and more of the front wing too that's that's yeah cool. i'm picking up some some new stuff in hood river to race Ooh, on all right well maybe i'll so, catch you after hood river too <laughs> mat, mast fuse thin mast all your should own be stuff? even fat all this my own stuff really nice, um I, the, I might i might be running a no limits mast for yep. the race uh-huh um but it should be faster yeah very <laughs> cool and then okay let's that's really exciting so i'll let's we'll have to try and line up another one after hood river because um yeah Oh, actually, before we move on to that, let's. What, what board were you using? You said you wanted to use something a little bit bigger, longer. Yeah, I was, I'm on a 60 by 24. Okay, nice. That's basically what I've been using for the last yeah. two years, and I just changed to a 61 by 22 and a half. And it's nice. What, what are you, so what, six by 24? Uh, what's the volume? It, it, I don't know. We didn't, it's yeah. kind of a hand <laughs> semi, it's like mixed computer hand shape. 
mm-hmm. we made some tweaks so i don't really know what the volume is yeah i guess 95 to 100 liters yeah nice yeah um and it's just teardrop almost a flat bottom it's like belly bottom yeah um works good yeah you know low low swing weight i've seen you so, pile it up in the flat so you know um and obviously yeah you got up pretty quick in m2m and it's yeah. obviously it working works, for you works good for the size mm. i can i something like like dave's new stuff <clears throat> at like 80 or six by 24 95 100 liters and you want to go a little bit longer for next time yeah I definitely want to go longer, especially for that, that paddle in, you know, when you, when, when you stop pump, when you uh, lose your pump at the end of the race and uh, just getting on foil, you know, more consistent. Yeah. Um, a little bit easier. And so I assume that you oh. didn't fall from the start, that first fall until the finish where you came down on foil. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was, I was, a little scared to fall so it's kind of channeling my my inner like prone downwinder yeah like, okay yes. you just can't fall yeah. you cannot fall no matter what yeah um because it was light it, i mean for me it was light in the, in the middle of the channel and the bumps are so long yeah <laughs> i was like shit it could take me a really long time to get back up yeah it's hard to find um, those good chipping. so it's just yeah it's just like save energy like don't fall. Don't make any mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. No, I was very jealous. Um, I want to, <laughs> I want to share some footage um, that I saw. From, yeah. So here's a bit of footage from Maori Molokai. None of it is Kane because he just took the strangest line that no one <laughs> could find him. <laughs> but here is, or here's Zane. Westwood, uh, Zane Westwood, Zane, Zane Schweitzer winging. Oh, yeah. and, and he was the first um, first person. It looks like he's also on a Saab foil. Um, he is. What, do you know what he was using? I think he's on a 740. Uh-huh. So the 740 Saab foil. And he was yeah. moving. Um, he was moving. He came in 15 minutes before I did. Which is a that's a lot. Wild. Yeah, but um, yeah, wing yeah. foiling you can definitely go a lot quicker, especially. Um, it looks like he could have gone quicker too. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's yeah, there's keep... huge potential. Yeah, uh, we're gonna skip, and this is next to this will load um, Connor Baxter. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, loads. Yeah, we got Connor. This sort of shows the conditions pretty nicely. Um, yeah, this is this is probably the this is mostly I think below um, Kamala or at least the Zin. This is on the Molokai side of the run. Yes, this is the I best think. bit. <laughs> yeah, M two M definitely gets better as you go. That the start generally can be sort of quartering a fair bit right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, and then when you yes, get here, it's super much. straight and far out. That's mm-hmm. that's fun. That's that's fun. Even really on a fun. fourteen foot stand up. Um, imagine how much more fun it is on a foil um, yeah i messaged connor and said you know why aren't you on the unlimited i didn't <laughs> i didn't uh, mention the foil but i was like yeah yeah he's having a blast he's a freak on a 14 footer too the way he moves around he's on the crazy board. yeah i mean he's yeah yeah best in the he world trains so much yeah it's wild yeah um we'll be we were doing uh, flat water practice on uh at the harbor mm-hmm. 
and uh, he he comes by. He's doing laps of the harbor, and I was on a uh, GoFoil twenty two hundred GT twenty two hundred. Yeah, and he was keeping up with me pumping. Far out. He's while sprinting on his subboard. Yes, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, he's a serious athlete, and I, I miss. Uh, last race I did in Hawaii with him was Maui to Molokai actually um, on the Unlimiteds yeah. and we had an epic duel me, Connor and Travis all had a really good battle Oh um, wow! and it was the first time that anyone beat Connor M to M and I got second wow. and Travis got first but we were literally could have thrown a blanket over us all um, and that's so cool I want to get back and race so it's hard I want to do it all I want to foil I want to right. I want to paddle and stand up too <laughs> um, let's have a look I don't want that one. And then there's this one of Jack. Eric. And there's another one oh, of Jack sweet. too. Yeah, he's Eric. There's the, the mm-hmm. Malolo flying and then really kind of an arty shot. But he sort of shows you the bumps and here comes Eric. Yeah. And um, on the Kalama sort of Barracuda style board and with the 120 yeah. by the looks. Yeah, 120. Yeah. Uh, almost everyone was on the 120. Yeah. Andrea, Annie, Eric, Jack. We're all on the 120. Yeah, but the winner wasn't, <laughs> which. Um, and let's have a look at Jack's. This is, this, this to me. Jack got some really nice footage. Yeah. This to me showed the conditions pretty nicely. Um, mm-hmm. Looks less than you know, the, the, the bumps that um, Connor was in. You know, honestly, yeah. it conditions change so much. Like not only where you are on the run, but also the time, the time that you are. as well. Yeah. So it looks like the yeah. sup's almost got better conditions because as you said, Kane, it looks kind of light. I think there. so. And uh, it got better through the day. So I, I got a boat ride back the same day around uh, four o'clock mm-hmm. and it was insane. The bumps were so good the whole way. Yeah. Um, so I think next year we should start a little bit later. Yeah, fully. If we you should ha- start how, 11 instead of 10. How far... Um, how far back was Connor when you, like, how long did he take to come I in? I can't remember. You? I but can't you beat him quite by a while. Fair bit. Yeah. 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 The, there was one, uh, there was a, what was, what was that? Two men that was really close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably passed him in the last couple K. Yeah, right. Um, they were just way ahead of everybody else. And people were questioning, like, did they start at the same time? Like, what yeah. happened? But I think they were just that fast. Yeah, wow. That's cool. So that the two cool. mans and then I guess Connor being on the, the two mans footer fast. rather than the unlimited would yeah. have been slower than normal. Um, um, maybe not Maybe not for Connor, actually. He's a freak on the 14. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember when when he came in. Yeah. Um, but pretty quick. It'd be cool to see the... Far ahead of the rest. It'd be cool to see the list of everyone who um, competed in the times because you could almost create like a bit of a handicap, you know, for the... Totally. Spoilers to try to you know have them have the best conditions and i think probably arrive. an hour and a half hour and a half or two two hours yeah back you'd arrive at about the same time yeah that'd be cool too because then you but, obviously um, lighter conditions you'd be a bit slower but it's kind of um yeah makes it a race there's a there's huge potential i'm excited for the next years yeah um i think if it's if it's really on at the top or through the middle we're going to def, I, I think there's potential for sub, you know, hour 30 times the next couple of years. Yeah. On that run. Especially considering so. you said you were sort of safety foiling most of the way, you know, and, and yeah. conserving energy. Yeah. 
And if, if it was good the whole way, um, yeah, there's a lot of time you could shave off for sure. Mm, sure. Cool. Well, I guess now your attention so, shifts to Hood River, right? When it, that's on um, this yeah. weekend or next that's weekend. This, or week. next weekend. I, I hope it's not this weekend. Next weekend. It'll be really yeah. fast. Next weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been to, I, I've foiled Hood River once. I've been there a bunch, but um, I've done one downwinder. It was like a really light Viento run. Mm-hmm. um prone 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 foil i was on somebody's like kite board they towed oh, me yeah. up Epic. and just went so i have a little bit of experience out there but i'm still pretty fresh yeah it's um, um so the... i'm so excited to get a good yeah well fingers crossed you get good good conditions because it does um certainly um come alive when, when the wind and current, yeah. you know, are against each other and gets, gets massive. But then on the light days, it can be really light. Yeah. It can be flat. It seems, <laughs> yeah. It seems all or nothing over there. Yeah. Um, I guess who, I guess, I guess you're the one to beat since you just won Maui to Molokai, who else is going and who, um, or, or what equipment do you think is going to work best over there? Who, who you? Um, okay. I'm really, so of course, a lot of the same people from M2M are going to be there. Um, I think Eric's going to be there and Jack's going to be there and he's going to be there. Um, but I'm really excited to race Dave. Um, I've never had a good race against him before. Yeah. So that'll be really exciting. And he knows the gorge well, and uh, hopefully I can learn a few things. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy Riggs is going. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to go for a race with him. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, all, everyone, everyone from the Gorge too. Yeah. Um, that whole crew is going. The local crew, yeah. It'll be really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the Spencers are going, but they're winging it. Yeah. Yeah. Last year I saw um, them. I'm not it. sure. I'm not sure about Kai or Zane. Um, but it'd be cool to have more subfoilers. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm. Um... Yeah, I, but I think it's like only a year or two before we have like, you know, not as many as wing foilers, but have as many yeah. like you know twenty to thirty sub foilers in each race. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. COVID sort of stopped the racing a lot, and totally. so the sub foil, um, it, it allowed everyone to sort of progress to a point that now, um, if the races are established and get good reviews and get good go. conditions, then there's going to be a good race. Yeah. yeah. And now the, the foils and the boards are getting good enough that it's so much more accessible. Yeah. People learn so much faster Yeah, that there's, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. Big time. Last time I was in Hood River, um, I was there with a Mal- GoFoil Maliko, like the original, wow. not, not even the Maliko 200, yeah. the either size yeah. Maliko. And I did a couple of runs on that and it was, epic um yeah a bit light at the start of the viento run but mm-hmm. the middle section was crazy good um and i finished yeah. on the um the washington side actually from memory okay, wow because the finish is kind of shitty um <laughs> uh, you get it gets there's like a is, is there an island there yeah or the island yeah the island yeah. stops the wind a lot and yeah on the Maliko, the for me, it was 
hard work. So I actually started mm-hmm. under the, it's like a railway. Um, okay. You sort of go under the bridge, like under the, yeah. Yeah. And it was, that's where I did my first run there. Um, I, did a, I think I did one Sick. like Viento run, but finished in the sort of salmon river or probably butchering yeah. the names, <laughs> but it's, um, that was back in like 2018, I think, or 2019. Mm-hmm. And Bullet Obra was the only one foiling. I took Zane, I took um, Lincoln, okay. Lincoln Jews with me for a sup downwinder just around the hatchery. And he got, he broke yeah. his, he broke his paddle, or he broke my paddle on my foil. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, paddling <laughs> up. Um, yeah. But I'm, it, yeah, I, I need to learn the line. I know the bumps there are a lot different. Yeah. And um, from, I'm so used from sup racing it, the line makes a huge difference um, because the yeah. current and the way the bumps stand up and the depth and all yeah. those things. So I, I don't, I'm not going to pretend I know, but I know that it makes a big difference <laughs> because Dant and Fiona, when I've raced it last, I just knew it like the back of their hand. So mm-hmm. I'd try to get, get a few runs with Fiona Wild if you're over there and just follow her. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, like it, the ocean bumps, you know, you have your long ground swell and your local swell. And I have a lot of training on like working with those two kind of bumps and finding the path between or over mm-hmm. and the rhythm of that, of, of the ocean. And I think the river is a bit different. And so it'll take some time and experience to learn the fastest line through those bumps. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to talk, like, why don't we finish on that? Do you want to talk us through, like, that? what you just spoke about then, the, the, the two different bumps and the lines you take to get up and over or cut through? Do you want to just, like, yeah. quickly, because I think a lot of people will be interested in that, without giving away totally. all your secrets. <laughs> it's, uh, for me, it's all about energy. It's all about energy. Energy management, your uh, height is your energy, so either height, how high you are on the wave, how high you are on your mast, and how high you're standing up. So those are your, your three factors for gravitational energy mm-hmm. and then your speed, your kinetic energy, right? And so I, it's, it, it's all about timing when to store energy and when to use energy, right? Mm-hmm. And what the most efficient way to use that energy is. Um, so I kind of alternate between you know, if, if I, if I'm just on a normal bump, I'm turning, I'm, I'm standing up straight. I'm high on the bump. I'm storing energy until I see an opening kind of a gap between two bumps where I can thread my foil and jump one ahead. And so I'll use that energy and that height to, to skip one or two bumps ahead or to launch me onto one of those bigger swells. Yeah, um, very cool. And coming off those big swells is just important as as getting on them. You know, you come off those big swells with so much speed and so much energy. And it's really easy to relax and waste that. And uh, I try and I try not to use that energy to to give me time and to slow down. I try and use that to immediately get me into another big good one. bump. Yeah. Big one. But a lot of it is looking for that. There's this little moment as soon as you get on a bump where you can spot a way. It's almost a gap between bumps where yep. you can thread your way through it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it is is looking for that and making sure you have enough energy to spend to get there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think you've explained um, that really well because I know exactly. I, I know I'm doing the same thing. You know, we're doing the same thing, different oceans, but or different yeah. parts of the Pacific anyway. But um, threading yeah. the needle and um, obviously Malika run, you got lots of practice doing that where it's fast totally. and staying yeah. fast. And from my experience, foiling with Dave Kalama, he's the king mm-hmm. at holding that top totally. end. He just once he's quick, he doesn't stop. He just holds it. And yeah. he, like you, I think you explained it really well there. Once you have speed, line. don't relax. Like stay yeah. tuned in. That's the most important part. Because if you can stay with that one and move on to another one, you're going to hold that speed for even longer. Yeah. What happens a lot. And I and see so it. At, yeah. When you're on that, when you're on that big energy going fast, every bump you pass is a couple seconds gained. Yes. Right. It yes. takes a lot of energy and a lot of time for them to, for someone else to skip ahead. Mm-hmm. So any bump, if you skip one bump ahead of somebody, mm-hmm. you have a huge advantage. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I see a lot of people talking about is maximum speed and they get really mm-hmm. caught up on max speed. And, and usually what mm-hmm. happens, especially when you're learning your maximum speed will usually follow like your slower speed. And okay. what you have to try to do is they have the best average speed and holding onto those big totally. bumps for a long time and connecting it onto yeah. another big bump for a long time is going yeah. to lift that. So I prefer to be going, you know, 20 miles an hour for 20 mm-hmm. seconds, then hit 25 miles per hour for one second is totally kind of what I'm, yeah. And that's, that's the trick totally. for racing downwind anyway. And this is where people get a bit, it's like surfing. They want to learn know the max speed because it's that one moment. Whereas when you're covering yeah. a long distance, it's the average speed that we want to. Um, and, uh, you know, all of the, this racing technique, it applies to, non-racing as well because if you use that same technique uh you can save a lot of energy yeah what 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 these techniques do is is save you as much energy and go as fast as possible yeah so that when you do pump it gives you even more of an advantage yes yeah because yeah, exactly so I, right sometimes yeah. pumping you'll pump yourself into a worse position than you go slower so it's pumping the right yeah. way in the right direction at the right time will give you more speed so, something the wrong time wrong direction gives you less speed yeah yeah a lot of my advancement my technique and my line has come from not pumping trying yes. not to pump yeah i'll go with a group and i'll say okay i'm not i'm going to go as slow as i can and i'm not going to pump yeah or i'm just going to be as efficient as possible and uh you learn all these new lines and tricks and ways to save your energy yeah um one interesting one I was talking to Julian about is, is the squat. I call it the squat boost uh-huh. because your, you know, your foil has a glide ratio, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so height is distance, right? Mm-hmm. More height means you can glide farther. Yeah. Right. And what I do is, you know, you only, if you're on a 70 centimeter mass, you have 70 centimeters of glide, let's say. But if I use that 70 centimeters and then squat and pull the board up to me, mm-hmm. I have another 70 centimeters of glide. Yeah, so so is I that like double that. talking about pulling your knees up towards your chest? Yeah. Yeah. And getting really low and staying low until you have more energy. Yeah. To stand up again. Yeah. So I've been, it takes a lot of energy to do that. So I don't do it on the, the long downwinders. But yep. for like uh, Maliko records, I'll use it, for example, to skip over a bump. It'll, it'll save me a couple pumps skipping one forward. Yep. Or I can get an extra speed boost 
dropping into a wave that I can use to get somewhere I want to. Yeah, it's like you're using extra weight to, to push down that 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 totally. bump. Yeah, I've seen um Perth yeah. Perth Sandling do that. He gets a massive bump and then he just squats down. He's almost ass on his board and you fly moving yeah. so fast. And, and the trick the trick is not to stand back up until you're in energy in more in energy again. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Because if you if you squat down, you get your speed and then you, you stand back up, then you're losing that energy you just gained. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to stay down until you're in another bump and then stand back up. Yeah. No, I like so it. I'll I've been to, using. Yeah. I have to try that yeah. one. Anyways, I've been using that as a way to store like a, a bigger energy bank, I guess. Yes. That's a good way to you explain know. it. Like storing energy, you know, like storing energy and then, um, like using that at the opportune moment to then up and over one or cut through one or, or maybe just stay behind one. And it's yeah, yeah holding on to it until you need um, it or to progress yourself. Yeah. Further. There's a really good video of uh, Scotty foil wizard on Instagram, mm-hmm. just getting into a huge bump and locking into this super low line, low squat yeah. and just flying. And that inspired me to try it out and ended up in this technique. Very cool. I'll have to give it a go. And it, it works. Yeah. Um, I want to talk video. to you about, I know you've been using the Axis 1300 a bit for downwind runs yeah. on the Maliko run. And you were saying it like you got to go crazy fast. Like I can't even fathom how <laughs> yeah. you're going that speed. I, I used it the other day and I was doing like four minute kilometers, which is like, it's like 16 yeah. Ks an hour, super slow. Like, <laughs> so the range that's got a crazy, crazy high aspect. It's an older foil that's kind of, um coming yeah. back into ahead of its time fashion. i guess yeah coming back into fashion yeah. um you're trying to do a seated maliko run on the 1300 or you were at the time i spoke to you, you yeah were, um, so talk yeah. us through that and how you're going a seated maliko runs hard uh because you can't pump yeah so you can't you your energy your again your energy bank is really small yeah. it's only the height of the mast and the speed you carry um, and you can't really supplement that in any way. Mm. So I feel like it's the ultimate test of the line I take downwind. Yeah. Is to do a seated run. Definitely. And it's not super successful. I've had 10 minutes maybe of glide, which That's is pretty good. impressive. Yeah. But far from a full Malika. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's still. One day I'll get there. Yeah. And are you using the big foil for a reason, like actively trying to use the larger foil, slower foil for? Yeah, the, the larger foil gives me, uh, I, I can go really slow and I feel like I can ride these the smallest of little bumps. Yeah. Um, so where my small foil, I can stay fast for a long time, but I will need to pump eventually. This yep. big foil, you slow down and it just carries you and carries you and carries you. Gives you more time um, to so find another worked. bump. Yeah. It also lets me paddle up without a paddle, without a, you know, a paddle. Gotcha. Prone. Yeah. Ethics. So um, that was nice. That's something I always preach to my students, like my, my club members, that a slow yeah. foil is a really good way to learn for, for two reasons. Um, one, you're going to paddle up really easily. And that's yeah. obviously the most important thing. But the second thing is it teaches you these rules of how to store energy. And mm-hmm. there's way more like little bumps are going to pick you up earlier. So there's more bumps that are going to yeah. give you more speed. Whereas when, if you're using a fast foil, 
It's harder to get up. Yeah. Once you're up, you need there's less really options. Big, less options, exactly. So a bigger foil, more options. And the third option, yeah. and the third, uh, I guess, benefit of using the larger foils is your run goes for longer, <laughs> which you know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going slower, so you've got more time on yeah. that foil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, how I got that 1300 going fast is just uh, really in insane conditions. Yeah. Is a lot of it like one of the some of the best conditions I've ever seen, and. Uh, also just yeah super high on the mass yeah to stay on the big ones you've got to be in like the top three inches of the mast terrifying barely hanging on <laughs> it's terrifying um but it works and same thing with the 1099 when i tried it yeah it's really easy to keep up and to go fast i had to be super super high on the mast yeah just as little in the water as possible yeah uh, but um sure. it's surprising it's surprising what you can make work yeah um to me the speeds you got going on the 1300 was more i've only used it twice downwind i've used it more in the flat water to sort yeah. of work on my flat water starts but um yeah it's like it's confusing yeah like the conditions i had were really bad for the downwinder i used yeah. it that's why i used it it was almost flat then the wind died and yeah. then it became a headwind, but I was doing like four minute kilometers, which is like almost a minute slower than I would normally go on yeah. like a 1099, for example, like I went faster. My average speed yeah. for my 213 kilometer foil, my average pace was faster yeah. than what I did on the 1300, <laughs> 81 <laughs> kilometer. So it was, um, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I still I'm skeptical about that that run and the yeah. results, but I had my fastest sections ever on the 1300. Wow! <laughs> like minute 45, minute 45 kilometers, which is yeah, 30 yeah 33 mile an hour top speed. Like really hard to believe. Yeah. So yeah, I guess and that's pull it up. That's why we discussed the um, you know, conditions. <laughs> <laughs> and then the foil on the conditions and then why it's so hard to to, to trust um like if you're oh, on, yeah. if you're on your foil for the same conditions surely you would have been going a fair bit quicker <laughs> yeah but like i'm looking at the track now and like regularly hitting 25 miles an hour wow which yeah. is i don't know what that is in kilometers an hour that's that's getting but, right that's like towards 40 which is yeah ridiculous for that foil um, something, something was weird that day. Yeah. Yeah. It's 25 is um, 40, over 40 Ks an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And same day, like two hours later on the 1099, my total, my average pace was faster, but, um, it was a slower, slower sections slightly. Yeah. Wow. Which I you would have never, I've left to, I'll have to use the, I've got the 1300 and the 1099 with me. I'm, I'm actually just up in, um, yeah just south of Cairns for doing a 45 kilometer race the same time you're doing Hood River. Um, yeah. That'll be... Well, my advice is as much as you don't want to do it, wait for the best day ever and take <laughs> it out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And just just hold, hang on. Hang on. No pumping. <laughs> just hang on. Yeah. And uh, see how fast you can go. Yeah. I, I want to give it a try. I'm going to do some runs with some of the crew that have um, driven up or flown up for the race. So um, I'll have to, yeah. 
especially um, some of the crew are still sort of learning and haven't done a successful full run. So it might be a good day to try the 1300 so I can cool. not, not fly off into the distance on a small foil um, yeah. but, but hang with them. Um, hey, Kane, <laughs> thanks so much for your time. Um, I could chat yeah. today, but I've got some, I'm going to get on daddy duty. Same here. Um, <laughs> but um, All right. we'll, let's, let's try lock in another chat after Hood River because um, I'm yeah. really interested to see how you go, first of all, but also um, hopefully you can share some stuff on the, the new foil stuff you got coming. And um, uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. love, I love picking your brain. I'm sure everyone else likes hearing what you have to say as well. So, so thanks for coming on and um, yeah, speak yeah. to you, speak to you soon. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm, I'd be stoked to catch up after Hood River and uh, excited to chat more about, yeah, the new foils when I can. Yeah. No, very hopefully cool. it all goes well. Yeah, hopefully it all is a big tick and you're coming back victorious from Hood River. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, always a pleasure to chat. Oh, actually, I just remembered two things. One, um, (laughs) paddle size. What what paddle size and height we're using for M2M. Um, Oh. Um, I've been going shorter head height. Yep. Like right, right here or so. Mm-hmm. paddle and was nothing super special blade uh, size. real stiff shafts yeah 90 square inch about yeah yeah nice that's that's been the general um, trend shorter stiffer shaft bigger blade <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the short's nice yeah High a cage. lot of people start long if you can get that short paddle dialed it makes yeah. a big difference because it allows you to have a higher cadence without the paddle splashing or whatever yeah. um and then the second question cool. i had the Blue Water Classic on Oahu next weekend, this weekend. Um, oh, are any foilers doing that? I don't know. It's the Molokai Tour Oahu um, replacement, I guess. It's Really? Yeah. I think you should do it. Um, you only Maybe have I'll one. make a last minute decision. Yeah. <laughs> it worked for you last time. <laughs> it worked for me last time. Yeah. I'll see see if anybody else is doing it. Yeah. No, I'd... I'd I'd it could be a lot of fun. If, if I was going to, I almost flew over for it. Um, but then I did yeah. the cans race instead, but I'd, I'd love to see a few foilers do it and support the Molokai Tuahu guys. And hopefully next year, both the blue water that this new blue water yeah. classic and Molokai Tuahu is on. So we get two races plus Maori Molokai plus the river. It's like a month of downwind. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Well, uh, sounds like we have a lot of, a lot to talk about next time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cheers, mate. All right. Um, Cheers. Speak to you after Hood River. Sounds great. Bye.